and we are live with another episode of The Doug Zone. Uh, this time, we are joined, you know, continuing our promise of bigger and better guests. We are joined by the one and only Grift Shop, who you may know from Twitter and my Instagram posts, because I rock his merch all the time. Grift, Hell how yeah. you doing? Uh, I'm good. Happy to be here. Um, I had no idea uh, this Doug character uh, existed before you hit me up about oh, <laughs> doing the show. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this oh, like no. I did not did not know what to make of this guy, but uh, bad vibes overall. Yeah, um, yeah. As I say, <laughs> look behind the curtain for the listeners. I just DM'd him one day. I was like, "Do you want to come on my Doug Walker podcast?" Uh, and when you said that you had never seen any of his stuff before, I was like, oh, I'm I'm so sorry to do this to you. <laughs> it's very similar, uh, Matt, when your girlfriend said asked about the Sonichu medallion. Yeah, yeah. Someone sent a picture of Christian to our Discord, and my girlfriend was like, what's the deal with that Sonic medallion in the background? And we were all like, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Burdened with knowledge. Here comes so, yeah. the burden Izzy with knowledge all the time, though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, how did you uh, how did you feel about your first and hopefully last experience with Doug? Um. Yeah. I. I was. I was kind of creeped out. Like it's <laughs> like he's obviously playing a character, but you you can see. <laughs> You can you can see like the 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 soul of this man like peeking through the veil and oh yeah I, like you know there's you so know, much you, earnestness you, in which he yeah. does everything wrong. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is a weird point in Doug's career because he hasn't entirely figured out the character of the nostalgia critic yet. But also, the nostalgia critic hasn't just become Doug's actual opinions stated it's to just, the camera. It's also weird because didn't he like we say it's a character, but didn't he like quit his actual real life job in character? Yeah, he yeah he uploaded a video called "The Nostalgia Critic Quits His Job," where he showed up to his job dressed as the Nostalgia Critic, and then like <laughs> played a mixtape while he danced on the table about how he quit. That that kind of rules. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, when I say it like that, it's really cool sounding, but trust me, in principle, yeah. I mean in practice, it's a rough video. <laughs> it's a hard watch. There's a there's a clip floating around of him saying the N word in one of his reviews. Uh, and we still don't know which one it I'm shows so up. I'm so scared. But my favorite comment on the clip was someone said, "Guys, it's okay. He's playing a character who looks and behaves exactly like he does. <laughs> this is very clearly different." That's my plan. Is if someone tries to cancel me, you'd be like, "No, no, no. This was all a character." Who's <laughs> playing a character who shares my name? Who shares my exact likeness? That sounds like some uh, piece of internet content that like Justin Wang would track down, like yeah. the, the, <laughs> the, the clip of the uh, nostalgia critic saying the N word. Yeah, that does really give me Justin Wang vibes. Uh, if we had like a weird soundboard, that would be on it, right? Yeah, that's why we can't have a soundboard. It, a soundboard. <laughs> it will just be like people saying slurs. Um, you, you have a you have a soundboard that you have to have to bleep out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a soundboard with two buttons on it. One of them is the N-word, and the other, which I press simultaneously, is allowed. <laughs> I just I live in fear of the day that I push one of them slightly off from the from the other one. Your finger slips and we're ruined. Because yeah. we know I won't edit this. Yeah. Just all about keeping you on your toes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I actually don't edit this not because I'm lazy, but on principle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't before. let Matt get get fast and loose. Yeah, I was gonna say I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I like the fact that recording this podcast feels like there's a gun to my head, but I am the one holding the gun. Um, like <laughs> I could say anything to ruin my own life, and no one will save me. <laughs> <laughs> but so, Grift, you're uh, slightly older than us. So, were you familiar with any of these shows? You know, as a a millennial uh did you watch so, any of these yeah. growing up well so i it's it's funny because i was yeah i was technically a 90s kid i was born in 92 but my my parents like had this sort of like um luddite-esque uh, uh viewpoint about like us uh, like me and my at least and like i agree with the, them you know yeah yeah, yeah so like <laughs> i 
I'm the I'm the oldest of five boys, so I was the oldest child. So they were they were oh, the yeah. most like strict on my media consumption habits. So like I there was there's no way I would have been allowed to like stay up and watch Nickelodeon at night. So I would not have uh, been been exposed to the the content that was that was covered here in this uh, review. Yeah, I was I was the same way. I'm also the oldest of five, um, and I oh, was wow. not allowed to like. Yeah, I wasn't allowed. He's to Mormon. Watch. Yeah, yeah he's... I was. I grew up Mormon too. So yeah, <laughs> I've got just nothing but yeah, bangers my... lined up. Um, yeah, it's like my my family was uh, relatively secular, but they, they we always do get yeah. those like when I when I said how many say how many siblings I have, people are like, oh, you from like a religious family or something? I'm like, no, no, it's just. Uh, I just guess, a like, weird one. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know why they had so many, but too many. But kids. yeah, I like so growing up, like I couldn't watch like Revenge of the Sith until I turned thirteen, um, and then I just remember distinctly coming home from my first semester at college and seeing my ten-year-old sister watching The Hunger Games. Oh, my just, brother was pissed that I could watch John yeah. Wick, but he wasn't allowed to see like shit whenever he was growing up. Yeah, the struggle of being it, the oldest. It's like objectively some bullshit. Like it's yeah. <laughs> like I don't like hold a grudge like about the it, but like I'm the younger of two, so like <laughs> y'all clearly have some built up resentment that I don't have. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm I'm fully willing to acknowledge my yeah. uh, my my residual resentment here. I um, fact full that you know I. I couldn't watch TV whenever I wanted to. I wasn't video game consoles weren't even allowed in the house yet. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and, dare you know, I the- say, incredibly based of my parents to do that. I just wish they had kept it up. Um, the oh, problem yeah. is, is that you caught them lacking. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, also, full disclosure, because uh, I know people will call me out for it if I don't correct myself. I'm technically the second oldest of five, but I have a twin brother. Um, so you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we we so, both shared the uh, yeah. the burden growing up. Um, he served a mission, and I did not. So you know, I <laughs> clearly they weren't too strict on me. And but you worked at a call center for a year. I worked at a call center for a hot minute. I did not enjoy that. I was such a bad employee, dude. I was thinking about it again at work at my current job at a grocery store. I was just like, I don't know how I didn't get fired from that place. I would. Just straight up hang up on people when I didn't want to talk to them. That's wild, man. <laughs> the only thing in my job description was talking to people on the phone, and that was too much for me sometimes. Yeah, we you know we all love it when you call customer service and they hang up on you. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like no, no. Yeah, I, I, told, mean... <laughs> I told somebody on the phone the other day on my job to she was just being a, kind of a bitch about shit and. What was she saying that was pissing me off? She was like, well, I pay good money for this food, so I expect it to be warm. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Um, Probably, I guess. She's ordering takeout, by the way. Like, curbside <laughs> takeout. And I'm like, okay, it'll be ready in uh, 15 to 20 minutes. And she goes, 15 to 20 or 15? And I'm just like, what do I have to gain from lying to you? So I just yeah. tell her, okay, keep that same energy when you get here and hang up. When she showed up, she tipped me like seven dollars, so I'm not complaining. But she respected it. You, you know, you were on your Sigma grind set when you were on that call. Um, <laughs> I'm always <laughs> always be grifting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, you gotta stay yeah. on that bullshit. That's the key. Yeah, I came back to my grocery store job, and I learned that I had been promoted in my absence. Um, <laughs> so I'm now like basically an assistant manager at this grocery store and I just haven't been trained in anything. So I spent my first like seven hour shift back on the job, just lying to customers when they asked me to do things like, you know, oh, like yeah. I would run up to me and be like, Hey man, can you like run a lottery for me? And there's like beads of sweat forming on my forehead. And I'm like, no, it's broken. He's <laughs> like, I can see the light on the machine. I just went, yeah, you know, we're trying to check it out. It looks like it works normally, but it, it doesn't, it'll just eat your dollar. So don't, don't use it. <laughs> um, <laughs> And he like walks off shaking his head and I think to myself like nailed it. All right. Only six and a half hours more to go. Oh my God. <laughs> it's all about failing your way upwards. Yeah. And I somehow have done that. I've- I love how you got promoted, but they wouldn't put you on the schedule. Like that's the trade off you made. That's the monkey's paw for you. Yeah. Background for Grift and listeners who haven't been following the saga is they use like an online scheduling app and just 
for some reason can't put me back on. Like my account got locked in my absence. So I'm oh, just no. like doing battle with the customer service. I mean, not the customer service, like the human resources department trying to like know what my work schedule is. And they're just not telling me. You're trying me. so hard to work this shitty job. And I'm trying so work. hard to come back to this job I hate and they're refusing to have me. <laughs> that sounds like the problem someone would have in like some like sci-fi uh, futuristic satire. Like, yeah, just as you say, de- dealing with the absurd like techno bureaucracy. It's like a, yeah, we all like eat the a, mush like every a, day, a, and we hate it, but we're yeah. content. <laughs> if, like when a, I was, like a Brazil spinoff or something. Yeah, yeah, when I was on the phone, I felt very like George Costanza, like right, like I spend, I do nothing but complain about this job when I'm not working it. I hate being there. And then the moment they weren't scheduling me, I was like fighting tooth and nail to get back on the schedule. <laughs> Just out of principle. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's my grocery store job. I was doing cart return in like three inches of snow because I'm an East Coast boy. Um, and let me tell you, three inches of snow, really easy to drive in, not easy to push 10 shopping carts through. Um, Oof. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's been, it's been snowy on the Eastern seaboard lately. Yeah, much to my so. surprise. I don't know. It's been like 60 here. so Yeah, I was going to say, what are things like in Texas? <laughs> Different. <laughs> um, this video, the first note I have, because I actually took notes on this one, says that it took him almost exactly two minutes to talk about an underage person's tits. Oh, yeah, that was an insane bit. Uh, um, he went right for that. Just He uh... really did. And he yeah. he has a history of doing he has like a top fifteen animated women list and me and Matt independently found out that all of the women on it were like fourteen. Yeah, I would just like Google, right. I would just Google each of the people he listed and then just write like age. Um and yeah, it turns out like half of them were like fourteen. And then he later in character uploaded like an apology video <laughs> for that video, which I'm so excited to fuck? get to. But it was just like, like him like yelling like <laughs> Like, I didn't know. I didn't look it up. It's like, Doug, (laughs) you just just don't address it. Take down the video. Shane Dawson it. You've got so much. Maybe don't Shane Dawson it. Don't don't Shane Dawson it. Doug has never done blackface, to his credit. Um, He's worn some outfits. Yeah, he's gone a little wild, but. (laughs) (laughs) He's appropriate some cultures, but never blackface, so. You know, credit where it's due, I guess. Um, yeah, like he he covered that um, uh, skit with the in from the the Nickelodeon episode with with the the tits, like you said. He covered it like sort of under the guise of being outraged by its existence, but like the fact that like he went immediately to that is is telling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was like, "All right, into the video, check this shit out." Like. <laughs> I would have. Isn't you know. this crazy? <laughs> Can you believe they did this? What yeah, to talk about? I have this plethora of stuff. What should I talk about? How about a sixteen-year-old's boobs? It's like in middle school, you have like that one friend who's constantly like joking about sex, and clearly is just trying to get you to talk about sex with him. Like, I don't know if that was just a me experience or if you guys also had that. This is friend. very specific. Yeah, I don't know. There was no, just like, I know. I yeah. I think I know what you mean. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, like the like the like the like the middle school like the guy in middle school. Yeah, who just keep, yeah. keeps making who makes like every he makes like every situation into like a sexual joke. Yeah, it's, and then just like, like that's yeah. what she said is like one of the three phrases just in rotation. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, yeah, I, I will admit I went a little heavy when I said the word friend. Uh, it was more like you know person I was seated next to and could not Acquainted. move away from. That makes way more sense. Yeah. But. <laughs> Um, yeah, that, that's the kind of vibe I get from this, but for underaged women, which I don't know, adds a layer of something to it. Yeah. Not sure what the layer is, but it's not good. Yeah. It is also, I mean, admittedly to Doug's credit, it is insane that that was a thing that aired on TV. Um, on oh, this, it like, was children's programming. Just, after the things he said for that to be the first thing. Yeah, it is very funny, but, like, I was also, I think we, just because of the fact that, like, you know, we're coming into this poisoned with our prior knowledge of Doug, we might be giving, we might not be going hard enough on Nickelodeon for airing this, which, I mean. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, every I, other I think time we I think we just... definitely like uncovered a layer of pizza there for sure. Yeah, I was going to say it is like, like... <laughs> absolutely just layer upon layer of just insane pedophiles who have worked at Nickelodeon from day one. Um, I've been watching uh, Gossip Girl with my roommate. And like, these characters are like 17 and one of them's in like an eyes wide shut party discovering the pedophile elite. <laughs> like, guys, I don't think anyone gives Gossip Girl enough credit. Every time you tell me about this show, I really, really want to start it. It's wild. <laughs> Because, well, the original books were written by, like, someone who was in that scene, right? Like, it's... I have no clue. I think think that's the case, so... It's like a a New York socialite? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a veteran from that scene. So it's a dispatches, like dispatches from, from Moloch's inner range, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I like the idea of Gossip Girl just being like how, like Thomas Pinchon, like every single one of his books, he grew up in a super waspy place. Every single one of his books is just like, wasps are evil and did 9-11. And I like the idea of like the modern That's equivalent what of that is. being Gossip Girl, where it's just like this woman, like, I need to tell the people about what they're up to, but... I don't know how to hide it, so I'm going to make Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl as, like, a limited hangout. I was watching... It was, like, one second I was watching this TV show about teenagers at high school, and then all of a sudden one of their, like, dad dies, and there's, like, sex trafficking, and there's, like, this party with all these masks. They even name drop Eyes Wide Shut. Like, they don't... They know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, it's it's funny too because like my where um my place right now in New York City is technically um in a neighborhood on the Upper East Side. So oh, it's, very good. it's not it's not quite it's not quite like Gossip Girl Upper East Side area. But uh, whenever anyone here hears that, the first thing they think of is fucking Gossip Girl. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. That's incredible. I don't think enough people talk about the combination, like you know, the correlation between Gossip Girl and the scary of sixty first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's the new addition to the canon the uh, uh the, the the eyes wide shut fan film i don't know if letterbox reviews it, for that yeah. one are vicious um <laughs> yeah i'm reading the wikipedia page for gossip girl right now this is it's it's fucking insane. insane was it the reboot of gossip girl where like one of the guys turned out to be like a pedophile so they killed him off in the show on that's an exercise so bike or something that's so funny. I just remember like vaguely hearing about this on Twitter. I but. that just makes me think about how badly I want to know how my ex boyfriend killed off my D and D character in his campaign. <laughs> like I, I can't ask any of those people anymore. But like I gotta know. Yeah. No. I. That's the sort of thing. I engage in those thoughts all the time too. Where like you're just thinking about next and like what are they telling people about me? There's no way I can ever find out. But I just I need to know. I need to. It's not, like, bad enough for them not to interact with me on Twitter, but it's bad (laughs) enough that I can't text them, how did my ex kill me off in (laughs) D&D? Yeah, it's like, that's like the equivalent of, like, not being able to uh, name search on Twitter from an alt. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm I'm gonna be real with you guys. I'm just I'm deep into this Gossip Girl Wikipedia page. So Matt, you got to do it. You got. I'm a watch little it. lost. I'm like looking up the casting now and like how the process of this went. This <laughs> the is process of this one. <laughs> Sebastian Stan is in it. Fun fact. That's interesting. Um, I like the <laughs> idea that it's all taking place in the same universe. So he's still just like the MK Ultra super soldier he is in the Marvel movies. It um, makes sense. But also just going to high school. That's what they're doing with him in Wakanda. (laughs) (laughs) Filming Gossip Girl. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like picturing the the casting process being similar to uh, like the the, the vibes in like the dressing room of like the Trump modeling agency. (laughs) The writer from Gossip Girl is like walking in like, you look like a pig, lose some weight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I mean, honestly, considering when the original Gossip Girl was made, probably not that far off. Um, Probably not. It's so Isn't funny. It, there, 
there's an eating disorder plot very early on in that show for it not to be like a because hmm. <laughs> that be was like some element of truth. <laughs> the 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 original run of that show is like what like the the late aughts early yeah it started 2010s. in like 2007 okay because so so I that think... was on the so that like there was a picture going around twitter of some celebrity like some like uh like gossip magazine making fun of like a celebrity's weight gain and it was from like the mid aughts and it was just like it just looked like a normal person and it was like the it was Dude, definitely the like the mid were so toxic like the fact that there's like, people insane. like <laughs> our age that don't have eating disorders wild yeah i mean i so i like my whole life the thing that people say about me is like oh yeah he's very skinny um, and I looked up, I recently, I saw something else on Twitter. It was, I think it was Britney Spears, but it was like people going like, look at Britney Spears' disgusting stomach. And she was like smaller than I am right now. And I was like, how did this, how did this happen? How did we let it get to this point? Um, it's all very, yeah, it's like, just, <laughs> how is like calling someone's ass like fat an insult? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah exactly. <laughs> unheard yeah. of in this day bringing back the pog is a slur discourse but about the mid odds <laughs> yeah. but but not because it's a it's a violently anti-black uh phrase <laughs> but because it's it's, it's violently uh, anti-white uh, woman yeah <laughs> it's, i think uh, everyone <laughs> should be violently anti-white woman I, I don't trust any of them, including yeah. myself. It's a good point. No, I mean, they well, all need to they, be taken they, down. They need to be held accountable. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so glad it started with Lindsay Ellis. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That was... I'm still thinking about that, honestly. I found a leaked version of, like, the entire paywall announcement you, she put up. Did you read it all? It's insane. Oh, um, God. It's... Yeah, it's, re- it's pretty rough. Uh, I... We were making fun of her for paywalling it, but if I had written that, I would also have put that behind a paywall. Uh, and that's all I have to say on Lindsay Ellis. People who are doing their apologies <laughs> not behind paywalls are losing out on such great revenue. Yeah. Yeah, paywalling an apology is, like, a step beyond the YouTuber who, pay- who like, puts mid-rolls who on wanted, their apology yeah. video. Like, that's just, it's even more blatant, and I just have to respect it on principle. Like, that rules. <laughs> yeah, to be that yeah, upfront sure about no it. sure no one... Yeah, making sure no one sees your apology by paywalling it. Yeah, I don't want anyone to see my apology except for the people who already like me enough to pay money to me. Um, I want an unbiased audience of people that only support me. Man, did you guys know that the sequel series to Gossip Girl holds an approval rating of 36% on Rotten Tomatoes? I've heard it's bad. I haven't seen it. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, I found the... Man, Rotten Tomatoes is going hard in the paint on this one. They go, an ambitious misfire. Gossip Girl stutters more than it struts. Stranding a stacked cast <laughs> is to a sea of rudderless drama. God damn. Isn't wow. it like that they're that they're influencer, they're like Instagram influencers now, and they're like they're they're all uh, gay and non-binary. Yeah, and, well the uh, first sentence in the plot summary for episode one is as students return to school after the COVID-19 pandemic, comma. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, okay, that admittedly tells me all that I need to know. Um, Yo, uh, Gossip Girl reboot said the pandemic's over. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> that's all I need. Yeah. Oh, I love the idea of like, that's a character that I've been thinking of for a long time is like, uh, like a shit lib who has deeply like conservative instincts and like hates the mask mandates, but just loves scor- hey, scolding people too much to actually Matt, like, not you, do anything. I don't know how to tell you They're this. They're just constantly Get going and like, just going, like I just, I'm waiting for the day when I'm told I can take this mask off because they're just surrounded That's, by a sea I of I feel like that person definitely aren't doing anything. Yeah, you just have think, to get a little white degree that person in Texas. I'm sure they exist somewhere and I just don't know how to feel about it. Yeah, no, that's that's a real guy. Like, oh, hang for on. sure. It's a real guy, and that I've met them. Unfortunately, <laughs> they're real, and they can't hurt you. They're out. They there. can, <laughs> just like everyone who's getting any sort of degree in Texas. Oh, I'm learning that one of these characters is the daughter of a Virginia state senator, and I'm hoping that they like wrote in a Ralph Northam 
plot line somewhere where it comes out that this chick's dad did shoot like did blackface in college. That'd be so sick. <laughs> oh no. In episode four, love- there's a student teacher affair. Sorry, were you gonna talk about Doug? I completely forgot that that's what we were Yeah, we were about. we were supposed to be talking about Doug. <laughs> I mean, I'm down to keep going down the Gossip Girl rabbit hole, but... Yeah, as we say, this is par for the course, is we talk for Doug for about five minutes and then find something else that we would prefer to talk about instead. Literally anything. But what were you going to say, Jillian? I'll find a way to derail us at some point again soon. I love that when he's talking about Are You Scared... Or the Are You Afraid of the Dark? He's like, this shit, not scary. Yeah. Yeah, Like, good for you, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i love that where he's like yeah i actually i watched all of are you scared of the dark and i wasn't afraid once um <laughs> i slept fine i watch it to fall asleep Reminds i'm not like other girls another kid from my middle school i don't know why i'm thinking of so many of them today but one of them like strutted up to me one day and was like i watched transformers last night and my parents told me it would be too scary for me but i wasn't scared at all um damn i'm on the cast yeah i gotta hunt him down um and it's just like man you know good for you i'm glad that you're enjoying life like this yeah uh michael bay is my favorite horror director <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see i'm now i'm just looking through the youtube comments and yeah, him also implying that he would like uh, that all the kids, instead of telling scary stories, should be drinking beer. Yeah, that was really weird. Like, what a weird pull. Doug's conception of childhood, because he was homeschooled. Like, that it's was definitely not his life. Smoking weed and drinking beer. Yeah. Those kids were, like, eight. Wait, was he homeschooled? <laughs> I'm, I think I remember saying, like, reading somewhere that he was homeschooled. I know he was classically trained in singing opera by his mother. What? Uh, did I not mention this? I, I, there's no way I knew about that. Yeah, no, the more I learn about Doug's, like, lineage, the weirder it gets. Like, we know his dad was an intelligence officer, which is interesting to begin with. Yeah, his mom was, yeah, his mom was an opera singer and trained both him and his brother in their singing, which is why it's so baffling. I need the Cacassia opera. Yeah, well, he's made several, like, videos where he sings and... Let me tell you, the classical training does not bleed through at all. Oh. <laughs> um, oh. It's it's rough. I had a Wait. teacher in like the ninth grade who like she was an opera singer. But the other thing that I remember about her distinctly is that she made us like make signs to tell her boyfriend to apologize to her. <laughs> 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 she had us like make these signs that spelled out like say you're sorry and then took a picture of it and sent it to her boyfriend oh that's so cool <laughs> having like using having your using your students teachers for, is so funny using your students Just, for like prison labor but instead of making lessons <laughs> plates you're making things that go like fuck you you cheating piece of shit like that <laughs> i had I several teachers it. that did that oh that's so cool <laughs> Uh, your your uh, teachers are uh, Bill and Hillary, and it's the it's the Arkansas yeah. State House <laughs> <laughs> using that free child slave labor. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we were I making didn't... we were making posters. A couple of my classmates got like taken off into side rooms. Don't know what happened to them. I'm sure they were fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sure, nothing weird happened there. Harvesting <laughs> adrenochrome and apology videos from these children. <laughs> Yeah, they got added to the kill count. <laughs> that was the a year before I had a teacher who um well one, she would like throw things at people if they weren't paying attention, which like her shoe, she'd throw her shoes a lot at people. Okay, okay, baller move. <laughs> um pretty sick. Or like she had these like beanie babies she'd throw. But she would also tell us these harrowing stories about like one day she was teaching us it was an English class. And she was just, you know, talking about grammar and then was like, my dad murdered somebody once. <laughs> we were like, oh. And she was like, well, no. he was a cop. Well, well, he was a cop. And we were like, oh. Um, oh, that's so cool. She was like, it was either him or this man. And my dad chose himself and his family. <laughs> and we were just like, <laughs> and then she would just move on like nothing happens. She I love that the, shit all the time. Your English teacher just doing like Jack Nicholson's opening monologue from The Departed. 
just like looking at you like when you're staring down the barrel of a loaded gun. That's what's it's what difference? she would do. And then she'd be like, so anyway, this is a comma splice and we don't want to do this in our writing. Oh man, my bad teachers just like would forget to grade our assignments. I was missing out. Remember, I had a, a second grade teacher who went through a divorce in the middle of the year. Oh, those are and the was, best. Oh no! And you know, so so her her last name changed. Everyone had to, and you know. Would you, had to you call like her... fail the paper if she? Because I had a teacher that would do that. If you put her old last name, she'd fail your paper. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember that, but I, I remember her like giving uh, basically like doomer uh, monologues and being like to the <laughs> class and being like, oh, "You're you're never gonna find love." Like telling <laughs> telling the the girls that like never marry. You know, he's 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 gonna hurt you. Uh, like you just you're you're gonna die alone. Uh, I do remember I had we had a substitute teacher who went through a divorce and he was a very nice person but this was like you know eighth grade which is I think the age where just every child is evil like no eighth grader has any redeeming qualities at all Um, 14 year olds are sickos yeah except for my younger sister who might be listening to this at the top of the stairs you're the exception but anyway um some one of the kids in the class somehow found out that this substitute teacher was going through a divorce and just like oh my god ruined his life like he could not come back to that school because these children would just viciously mock him for his marriage <laughs> falling apart <laughs> which <laughs> i don't know if you if you are a middle school substitute teacher like you're braver than the troops i don't know how you could willingly subject yourself to being around those demons uh for just one day at a time, because there's not even enough time in there for you to like make them fear or respect you. You just show up, take their shit, and then have to leave. Did y'all have like those middle school like don't do drugs and have sex assemblies? With like, oh, yeah, mine always had like this weird rap group of former addicts. <laughs> oh, that's good. But I they remember, were like children. Yeah. They were all like fourteen, <laughs> but former addicts. I remember they they. they had- <laughs> Yeah. They did an interpretive dance to uh, what's that, Body Tyler's? Uh, what is that song called? Doing interpretive dance to any Bonnie Tyler song is great. Just it's the very famous one. But there was like they all had shirts that said like drugs and like sex on them, and then they danced with this girl and put her in a coffin. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Remember we we had this uh, this like ex-pro football player come and he was like um the the speech he gave was basically about how like if you do drugs and drink in high school like it's gonna hurt your team's athletic performance and then he they he had this powerpoint where he had taken all of the um all 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 of the uh wins and losses of of all the schools teams and then he was like okay uh you you, you drink and do drugs uh you're gonna do 20 percent better and then so he like did all of like the the projected records uh that, that that the school would have like basically under the assumption that like every player is just binge drinking like every weekend night hey, um, yes they kind of are <laughs> maybe yeah, not far off <laughs> depends on the team um <laughs> but, uh, oh, now yeah, I'm... just absurd. A, a, in a very famous football player went to my high school, and let me tell you, he was uh, definitely doing those things. Yeah, we had a couple pro football, like the kids who went pro afterwards, because that was the only thing that our school had money for. Like the yeah. music department was like two nickels and a quarter that the principal found under his couch, <laughs> playing them like the spoons. Yeah. Um, so so basically you went to like the Friday Night Lights high school. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, although I am now remembering, speaking of just like the middle school assemblies, uh, our don't drink and do drugs uh, assemblies honestly weren't that exciting. I didn't really listen to any of them. I just sort of read books, um, which is really funny. Like Lame. being such a nerd that I couldn't even pay attention to the like don't do drugs assembly. I was like, You're well, like I've never- oh no, I'm not planning on it. Let me open up <laughs> Artemis Fowl. Yeah, let me continue reading Aragon instead. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Those are, those <laughs> are two Aragon's great choices. Yeah, those yeah. books do rule. Um, you can tell that me and Matt are, were cool in yeah. middle school and high school. <laughs> oh, I, I was I was definitely uh, reading way too much for my own good in, in middle school. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But... <laughs> 
But I um I just remember for like the uh for like the puberty videos that they would give you. Um, oh yeah. They instead of like you know having like the classrooms sit through it, they decided that the good like the the best way to go about it was just to have all of the guys sit in the gymnasium at mm-hmm. once, and, and then, then just all yeah. the male PE teachers talk to them about puberty. Which oh, God. worked out about as well as you'd expect. Did they give I you mean, guys like little goodie bags at the end? Because I did that oh, after my puberty talk. It was no, so but, weird. I mean, but these like, like no. a tampon and a lollipop. Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh, and just a copy of Lolita to seal things off there. We're back. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like they uh, th- so you know these like three adult men have to walk into this just like seething arena of like middle school children. That sounds um, so bad. Yeah. And apparently, like someone, a guy I knew started a rumor that uh, one of the PE teachers only had one testicle, which just seems to be a thing that happens. Like, every- yeah, that happens everywhere. Yeah, everyone does that. But this teacher, cle- it clearly got to them <laughs> because when he was talking. About- Actually, like a man who only has one testicle. Yeah. But when he was like talking about puberty and like, it got to the point on like the testicles, he was like, let me be clear now. None of these, te- none of the men standing before you only have one. And he like went off on this like long rant about like the fact that everybody up there had a perfectly functional. Life. Wow. <laughs> so, oh man, you can't be doing, you can't be acknowledging the rumor out there like yeah. that. Like <laughs> we were all 13, dude. Just mistake. It, it's okay. Don't worry about it. But yeah. This man was like, I am not a Hemingway character. I promise. I did not lose my virility in the war. When my brother was teaching middle school, one of his students told him he needed to get out more. <laughs> he was like, you're 12. Yo, you got no life. You got no money. You got no hoes. You're a fucking loser. You're yeah, a loser yeah, and a virgin, and you probably spend all your money on Magic the Gathering. Man, a 12 year old telling you to touch grass has got to hit different. That, that's going to be rough. <laughs> uh, getting getting ratioed by your class. <laughs> I think that's, yeah, that's just whatever happens when, like, you know, the one kid makes a joke about the teacher and the whole class laughs. That's it's, it's the equivalent of a ratio. It's funny because my, my brother, um, his students will ask him questions that just don't make any sense. Like, what was it like when Michael Jackson died? And my brother teaches, like, seniors in high school. He's like, y'all were alive. <laughs> you should be remembering this. I don't know. He should have pretended like he never found out. Yeah, (laughs) just like oh my, oh my god! Wait, what? Michael Jackson died. I remember in in like uh, um, fifth grade sex ed, uh, someone asked the um, the the female teacher if uh, sex feels good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. And she was like, and, and, she, and, she, and she was like, yeah, like she, yeah. she was. Yeah, honest. I fucking, it's great. What about yeah. it? <laughs> but yeah, it's it's funny to look back on that shit. Like, like the the like a the guy puberty, in my ninth grade class like, asked yeah. if he could use a Skittles bag as a condom. Oh no! <laughs> Which like, what side out? Mm. Oh, yeah, there's no good answer. It has serrated plastic edge for your pleasure. I just um, no, just just say no. Yeah, yeah. I mean to say. I think Not the that. teacher was honestly like, "I'd rather you just fuck her off." Like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that rules. I mean, and like all the videos were like holdovers from like the the 80s, like AIDS. Yeah, they never crisis. they made oh, sex yeah. ad videos once. Yeah, and, and then they were again. they were all like, "If you have sex, you will get AIDS and die." Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> that was it. Was a lot. There was a lot of focus on AIDS. Yeah, yeah. Was, really, I don't yeah. think I. I've never like, even in the nineties, right. because it, it was because yeah, they made all the videos in the eighties and they just never replaced them. And yeah, then, I don't. I don't know if they have. They they probably have since then. In, in the. Um, probably sometime in like the twenty tens, they they finally were like, <laughs> yeah. No, dude. Get this, get <laughs> Once I was sitting in here. class, and over the intercom, the the front office was like, "Will all the teachers with AIDS please come to the office?" And everyone was like, "They were like teaching AIDS, like the student teachers." <laughs> oh. oh, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because like our intercom would only like 
have announcements like that that were just batshit crazy and then during like passing periods play trap versions of like Lion King songs. Oh, that rules. Um <laughs> I remember we we had like a student news thing uh at my high school. Uh and they one time they tried to do it live and the kid on there just like said the N-word. <laughs> he had one opportunity. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to know, like he was black, so this was like, you know, it's not like he was being racist about it, but he still just like said it very casually and then like looked at the camera and processed what he had said, and then the recording cut out. Uh and that was <laughs> probably the best day of my life up until that Imagine point. Imagine the adrenaline rush that kid got. <laughs> He's like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> like for a second nobody could tell him shit yeah <laughs> can't tell me nothing yeah like you're always gonna be the kid that said the n-word on the school news yeah and you might as well just embrace it <laughs> like you gotta just get in the background of the school news every time now mouthing it or something at my school, we also had the incident that I think most high schools have where uh, a kid gets busted for selling N-word passes for $20. <laughs> what? <laughs> Has that, did that not happen with you? No! Yeah. I mean, I've seen people do that bit, like, on Twitter. Like, take one of those, in. like, certificate uh, things yeah. and then fill it out. Like, this, I bestow this N-word pass yeah. on so-and-so mutual. Yeah, no, um, we had a kid who was doing that. And I was in, like, a... Uh, I mean, it was a gifted students class, but it was basically just a philosophy class that you were allowed to take. Um, And it was so fun. I was dating a kind of woke girl at the time. And so I had to like sit there and pretend I wasn't laughing while she was explaining why that was such a harmful behavior. Um, Like my friend and I were just- good grift. Oh yeah. My friend and I were just like (laughs) sitting there, like biting our lips, like clenching our fists, doing everything in our power not to laugh while she was explaining the logistics of his N-word pass. The business plan of himself yeah. inward. <laughs> Look, it's reparations. I, I imagine you should have like, been allowed to do it. He like opens up his jacket and there's yeah. like certificates hanging. Yeah, he had like he carried it around in like a Manila envelope. It was oh, so that's cool. So good. Was it like wallet sized or was it for your wall? Like what was yeah, the? It was like it was a wall poster. It was like the size I of a. I bet he printed it out like in the school lab. Yeah. <laughs> Walking into the school lab, like, hey, do you guys have any card stock? I've got something kind of nice that I want to print today. <laughs> I got something special. Nowadays, it's got the, the N-word pass QR codes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, in high school, I would, I would hang up posters for fake clubs. That was my bit that I would do. Um, That's pretty good. Yeah. That's and like, like sowing oh, seeds of chaos. Yeah, it was, like, always something weird where it was, like, I, like, made one where it was, like, the... <laughs> I don't remember what it was. It was like the deep state Satanists or something like that. And I just hung it up on the walls and like meetings were at like 3 a.m. in the classroom you least expect or something. I said like that. Uh, My mistake was I kept including this fake email address on the bottom of it. uh, And one day I just got an email from the administration where they're like, we don't know who you are, but please stop (laughs) hanging up posters. Um, (laughs) And I, I decided to stop hanging up posters. You should have just responded no. Yeah. yeah, there's there's something about posters that really uh, really sets the uh, administration off. Like I remember, yeah. like I, I had a I had a friend who was like playing like a, a, a like a friendly prank on another friend. Like it was it was sort of like a running bit in this group, but it was like p- putting up posters that were like making fun of him, like around the school. <laughs> like it was it was it was all in good fun. But then he got like called into he the had office. A targeting bullied bit about himself. Yeah, like he got he got uh, like called into the office for like. Like putting up bullying posters. They were taking it, they were like, the, they were just like super serious and like actually thinking that it was someone like targeting <laughs> another kid in the school. Yeah. Oh, we, uh, our student government, we did like, you know, student government elections, and student yeah. government is always so funny. Because it's, like, a mixture of, like, the most, like, insane psychos who are, like, my dream is to be a staffer for a senator. Um, oh, God. And yeah, just, like... People, people who, like, want to work at the UN. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's the MUN kids. And then also, like, three of the football players were just, like, yeah, I bet I could run the school. And they just don't know what it is and they sign up for it. Uh, but They're, like, 
extra lunch and they're like that you don't have that power yeah we had, yeah exactly we had a similar guy who uh he like ran an attack ad against one of the other people running oh that's so grid. good <laughs> um, yeah like, there <laughs> remember there 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 is this like popular uh girl who who ran for student council and she basically had like this like shit poster uh, like, like, like this, like shit post poster campaign with, 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 uh, like stuff that, like, like, cause people could put up, uh, campaign posters around the school. Mm-hmm. And she had one that was like 60 seconds in Africa is one minute and shit, like, oh, like, okay. just put, like, ba- basically, like, plays off of, like, uh, you know, like, <laughs> this many people die of malaria in Africa in one minute or whatever. But yeah, yeah that, that's pretty rough. <laughs> Um, did she win? Yeah, she won. Yeah. Good, good. That's, that's what I needed to know. <laughs> uh, I don't trust anyone who ran for, like, student government. Yeah, it's deeply suspicious behavior. Um, I always thought about doing it, but as a bit. Um, and How I'm glad I didn't even do that. was a bit? That, that was the problem that I kept running into. See, if was, you're the only one who knows it's a bit, I don't think it's a bit anymore. Well, that's never stopped me before. Yeah, I know, <laughs> and that's a problem. <laughs> but yeah, I, because uh, I, I was thinking about running, but it was the year after the attack ad. So the administration <laughs> had really clamped down on like the posters you could put up. So you couldn't was, even have that much fun with it. Yeah, exactly. Because I was thinking like, that's what I'll do is I'll run and I'll just like, I'll put up stupid posters. Um, yeah. But then I saw the limitations and I was like, nah, this is boring. I'll just print my own posters out and get in trouble. My uh, senior my senior year, a guy ran for like, because we had elections for like prom king and homecoming king. And this one guy just put up, he wore pajamas every day to school and just put up posters that were like, remember that kid that wore pajamas? Vote for him. And it worked. <laughs> so he showed up two prom in pajamas and one prom king. That rules. He, he manifested sick. that. Yeah. <laughs> My school did a, uh, they had, there was like this kid who was just deeply unwell. I don't know what his deal was, but he was not doing well. And uh, some people got together the idea to campaign for him becoming homecoming king. Oh, uh, no. Because, you know, school, like high schoolers are also evil and insane. They just also have like prefrontal cortexes, unlike middle schoolers. Um, they have and, like half a prefrontal cortex. Yeah. It's still mushy. So it was just very funny. I mean, it was awful. I shouldn't say it was funny, but he would like approach random people and be like, are you the person who's like putting these posters up for me? Stop it. I do not want to be homecoming king. See, the thing, <laughs> the thing is with shit like that, it's like, you don't want this positive thing. Yeah. Um, like you, it's, it's the ultimate form of bullying because the person can't <laughs> complain. Yeah, that person. Yeah. He's bullying me by following me and liking my posts. <laughs> like- I feel threatened. <laughs> that's how i feel from some of the people that follow us from skillshive yeah yeah we we, we've got a couple weird transplants um who i i'm not a fan of them but you know whatever i mean we love all our listeners thank you for tuning in now we're almost no one's listening um (laughs) transplants as in they're they're coming from other yeah they're uh, coming from other people who just From one of our friends specifically, who when someone's being insane on Twitter, they'll plug all of their friends. Yeah. So the person is insane to everyone they know instead of just them. Which, good bit. I do have to respect it on principle, but also, please. It's so, and every time he tweets like, oh, you know this person. Which yeah. we, I don't ever know the person, but I'm worried I do every yeah. time. If if uh, my mentions are chaotic, yours have to be too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think my favorite like influx of people we got in our Discord and just listening in general was really early on. Someone called into another podcast that was doing like a call in thing, and just like halfway through the like his call, just went like, "By the way, you guys should listen to the Doug Zone. It's very good." Um, and so we had we, made like two episodes. We made like both two bad. episodes at that point. Um, and so we just got like this huge flood of listeners who was like, yeah, you guys got mentioned on procrastinators. I don't really know who Doug is, but I decided to come over, um, (laughs) which mad respect, honestly. This show is just so inaccessible that the people that decide to give it a listen that don't know anything that we talk about must be so thoroughly confused all of the time. Yeah. (laughs) 
yeah how how is the uh the the choice made to have doug be the figurehead we were uh we were actually we were in a different discord and had a conversation one day um it was like came, 3 a.m. And it was we, like 3 we were all manic somehow. Yeah, but we came to the conclusion <laughs> that like Doug Walker always looks evil. Just in every photo that's ever been taken of him, he looks terrifying. Especially um, when he smiles. Yeah, especially in the ones where he's not like trying to make a weird face. Because then you just realize this is just how he looks. Um, so we, we made a Discord first that we called the Doug Zone. And initially there were two channels, Doug and non-Doug. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Which was, you know, fairly self-explanatory. Um, featuring uh, Jillian's dog. Um, yeah. Starting yeah. starting a, uh, a ESPN Zone style restaurant chain called the Doug Zone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, uh, how's Broccoli doing, Jillian? Uh, she's insane. Yeah, fair enough. Par for the course, I guess. Yeah, I accidentally locked my roommate out. <laughs> But yeah, from there, uh, Jillian and I decided to make a podcast around the premise of this Discord, um, which has just become us slowly driving ourselves insane by watching Nostalgia Critic videos. Incredible. <laughs> Every video is just a new level of bad, and I, I'm waiting for it to be not bad, and I don't think it's going to happen. It it will not happen. That I can assure you. <laughs> Like, this one, I was watching it, and I was in the middle of doing something when the video ended, and it, like, started to play the next one, and I almost had a panic attack. Yeah, I, um, I'm the one who chooses the videos, so I sometimes will just let them autoplay, and, like, I just let my eyes slowly glaze over as the next one plays. It's never good. (laughs) It's just, he's, he just says nothing. In such a loud manner. In such a loud... Oh, wait, yeah, hang on. That's something I want to talk about from the video. The loud bit? Where yeah. he gains self-awareness for, like, three seconds? Yeah, the point where he, like, lampshades yelling loudly. Like, yeah. You can only do that bit if your whole shtick isn't that you're, like, an obnoxious person who also yells in a screechy voice. Well, and then he tries to be like, haha, wouldn't it be annoying if I did that? Except I do. And wouldn't it be annoying if I built a career off of that and trapped myself in this character into my mid-40s? He really just can't do anything else, and it's so... He's tried, and it always... He Stockholm syndromed himself into being <laughs> who he is, and it's so powerful. Yeah, his army of just evil middle schoolers are refusing to have any other content, even now. Is is he still uh, running with this character as his? Oh yes, yeah. yeah. So he um he a couple years ago he the other Doug Walker thing you might have heard about is to boldly flee. I don't know if you're familiar with it at all. No, I don't um, think so. Yeah, so he made like a movie in which he and all the other people on his channel like came together. He made several of them, but to boldly flee was like the the big yeah. finale, and that was like the actual. Wanted it to be a film earnest yeah. thing, not yeah. like the other ones, which are like supposed to be comedies of like YouTubers. Yeah. It's like longer than The Irishman, and it ends with like the nostalgia critic becoming a Christ figure and like sacrificing himself to save the world. And I'm so was, excited to watch that. So that was he's literally like he's literally building a cult. It sounds like. Yeah, I mean, I I wish he it has. Was that, I wish it was that simple, but it's really honestly, it's just like middle schoolers are dumb. I, I wish we could like accuse Doug Walker of building a cult because that'd be so much. More I don't think he's smart enough. Yeah, exactly. I don't <laughs> think he has the brains. Um, that's also the reason I can't ever accuse him of being an op. It's like he's not smart enough to be an asset. Um, yeah, why would they want him? But yeah, anyway. So after that, he like killed off the nostalgia critic in that, and then tried to run a like he tried to do a game show, uh, which went over exactly as well as someone with the charisma of Doug Walker hosting a game show <laughs> did. the charisma of a wet leaf. Yeah. I mean, it's honest. It's pretty funny because, like, every single episode, his guests would, like, show him up and be way funnier than him. Um, and they tried to <laughs> cut around his reactions, but he just, like, was gazing at them with just, like, pure hatred. Like, he was so angry at his guests. Um, and then he also, like, tried to make, like, a sitcom about people making fun of movies that got really meta at the end. And then the nostalgia critic shows up and like torments Doug Walker and taunts him 
Oh yeah, and tells him that this is the only way you'll be successful is if you do this character. Yeah, and then like triumphant music plays as he becomes the nostalgia critic again, and that he's just been the nostalgia critic from there on out. So he he's just having like a schizophrenic break. Yeah, at the end of this. <laughs> yeah. Doug he's Walker, kind of beautiful minded himself into being the nostalgia critic, which yeah. is incredibly powerful. Yeah, the nostalgia critic system. Uh, <laughs> 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 DID alters. Have you been back on DID TikTok, Matt? Oh, I'm back on DID TikTok. Have you heard of the Wonderland system? I'm sure you have. Yeah. So I heard about the- Grift. Are you on this at all? You know uh, DID TikTok. Have you been following this? No. No. What's oh, this? Matt, Matt loves this. I um I basically so yeah my girlfriend is actually on TikTok and so she'll send me videos and then I will immediately just go insane looking through them and but yeah there's like all these like people with like dissociative identity disorder introducing like their various like alters or like you know other personalities that they have living that, like, well, I think I I think I've seen some of these videos make their way to Twitter are are these like the people who have like head friends yeah, yeah, yeah like, exactly yeah like okay. headmates but some of them are like from from books that they've like they're like fictional yeah one guy uh his altar was just uh, markiplier which i really liked that's so good <laughs> that's he, so sick he, Holy crap. he uploaded a video as markiplier responding to people making fun of him for it and it was just like uh so he was doing like the worst markiplier impression ever so this isn't me doing a bad Matt's markiplier gonna do impression. that but like somehow all of his headmates are different races yeah yeah exactly <laughs> like, yeah this altar gave me the pass to say this one and this altar but, he has uh, a he has an altar for each slur he's allowed to say <laughs> but yeah so he uploaded a video as markiplier going like uh so people have been making fun of me for saying that i'm markiplier uh and asking how the real markiplier would feel whatever that means uh, and then like, <laughs> it's so cool, but yeah. So that's so sick. Yeah, Izzy, uh, my girlfriend, was telling me about the Wonderland system, which is like the biggest one on DID TikTok. There's like they have like two hundred ones, and it's like a whole universe in their head, and there's yeah. like a gods and yeah. Uh, but so my girlfriend was telling me about this person, and I asked what it was called, and she's like, "Oh yeah, the Wonderland system," and I just responded with like eye emojis and alarm sirens and i was like yeah this is <laughs> the most mk thing i've ever heard in my life <laughs> uh griff do you, are you dave mcgowan pilled have you read program to kill no i haven't yeah that that is what has like set the stage for me it's um it's like a conspiracy book it's by a guy he's so cool dave mcgowan was like december uh, september 12th 2001 he was like posting on his blog like yeah this was a false flag attack. They're going to use this to go to war. Oh, he <laughs> like, did it early. Yeah. But in the 90s, he wrote a book called Program to Kill, uh, where he basically <laughs> argues the CIA created every single serial killer that ever showed up in America. Um, and I don't know how reliable his research is, because it does end up with him going like, yeah, they gave every serial killer DID and then sent them out into the universe to kill. Um but it's a, a little great problematic. A little but problematic. Uh, but any problematic I'm, fave. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anytime I'm on DID TikTok, I'm just like Dave McGowan is like screaming at us from heaven right now. Like, no, you what just, have you done? The fact that your for you page is just DID and witches is so bizarre. Yeah, my my for you page is designed to drive me personally insane. <laughs> like, this is how they're getting to you. But yeah, I do like though that um I still I still think about that arc of like the baby witches who tried to hex the Taliban and learn the power of Allah. I I really do. <laughs> I think about that one a it's lot. It's so sick. Hex the moon. Yeah. Oh, hexing the moon. Yeah. Man. You can't be doing that. <laughs> that you was when the energy on tested. the moon. Yeah. It, yeah. Things haven't things haven't been the same since. Yeah, they put a hex on the damn moon and then the coronavirus showed up. Unhex the damn moon. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's the problem. All the baby witches who were powerful enough to unhex the moon got, uh, they got taken out by the Taliban when they astral projected the fight. I get it. Not too powerful for a law, but too powerful to unhex the goddamn moon. Yeah. Did you guys see that? um... Um,. Did you guys see that the Taliban is promising to open all girls' schools? Um, later this year problematic faves the taliban yeah, the problematic faves the taliban have they've they're winning me over again uh 
Matt, yeah. we were on such a good run of not talking about the Taliban. Yeah, I did the uh, the first epi- the first episode we recorded after the Afghanistan pullout. I did shout out the Taliban and say that they were the legitimate. In the first thirty seconds. Yeah, that was the first time Jillian let me do an intro. I'm amazed she lets them. She lets me do anything anymore. But yeah. sets the stage. Taliban low low key good with it though. Yeah, uh, yeah. We uh, they they um, along with the Saudis they sponsor a collection in the shop. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've got a. I mean, I do just have to respect Biden's willingness to just be the loser president. Where he like he's like, yeah, we lost in Afghanistan. Yeah, we lost the war against COVID. Just you know, figure it out. Find your own tests. Good luck, everybody. What I found are- a deeply unhinged YouTube comment. All right, what have you got for us? Uh, this is by uh, someone's My Little Pony OC, Nightfall Shadow. Oh yes, three years ago. Yes, I I hated Roundhouse. Are you afraid of the dark? Was amazing. Dot dot dot. And the swimming pool episode was scary as fuck. All oh, that was legendary. Dot dot dot. And I liked Vital Information and the flesh. He was super strong and super naked. Who orange loves orange Christ. soda? Kick it, kick it, kick Cal loves orange soda. It's written like a Dalton tweet, if you're wondering. <laughs> these uh, <laughs> these comments are great, because every comment section that the Nostalgia Critic does is like, it's literal children just going like, you know, like, why is the this man is saying bad like words? It. This is good and I like it. It's people going like, oh, I remember this thing. Let me comment about that. And then it's people who are like, fuck you. How dare you make fun of this thing I loved as a child? And that is every Nostalgia Critic comment section ever. And then some that do- that think he's reading them, like, now. So they're like, hey, Nostalgia Critic, would be super cool if you reviewed this. Like, yeah. very weirdly polite. Yeah, people will comment on, like, videos from eight years ago, like, a week ago. And be like, hey, you should review, I don't know, like, Atlantis or something. So what are you, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Where'd you go? Um... But yeah, let's see. I'm glancing through. I'm not seeing any more comments. I, for the life of me, can't think of... Oh, actually, one other thing that I... Because I would never make you watch a Doug video again, Griff. But I do want to <laughs> provide some context for... Uh, it's around, like, the 14-minute mark, if I recall correctly. Uh-huh. Uh, Doug Walker shows up wearing, like, a black wig and, like, a beat-up oh, yeah, jacket. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you remember this segment? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so this was... One of his other long-running characters, Bum Reviews, which is exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> Doug just dressed up like a homeless person and then made, like, insanely <laughs> offensive videos reviewing movies. Oh, also, fun. we haven't talked about that he shoots himself in the head. Oh, yeah. This is another one of the videos where Doug shoots himself with his gun. <laughs> um you really could just get away with anything on YouTube back then. The Bummer Reviews wig is the same wig as the Joker wig, correct? Yeah, it's the it's same all, black it's all wig. One he wig. Uses, yeah, it's all... Doug just oh, cycles through all Matt, that wig. instead of dressing up as uh, De Niro and the Joker for our first live show, we'll just be the Nostalgia Critic and the Joker that the Nostalgia Critic plays. <laughs> yeah, That'll perfect. be good. That'll yeah. be good. Uh, <laughs> who will be who? Right. Who's to say? We'll figure it out as we get there. We will. Um, but yeah, so I think that's all I have to say on the video. Uh, if you guys don't have any other that's notes. I got. Uh, Griff, do you got any closing thoughts before you tell the people where we can find you? Uh, just, uh, yeah, uh, hopefully never see a uh, Doug <laughs> video again. I'm so sorry we did this to you, but thank you for coming on. <laughs> no, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, you can find me at, uh, griff.shop is the website. Go check it out. Uh, find, find some merch, uh, that you, that you like, uh, the podcast, we got, uh, uh, garbage in garbage out, uh, me and, um, uh, Kelton from the originally from the, from the dolphin garage guys. Uh, we, we, we do like a, um, sort of like a pardon the interruption sports style show, but for entertainment news. So we just like run down like the, the, 15 topics that uh, Kelton throws in a docket uh, and give like three minutes each. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's fast moving. It's fun. Uh, we've, we've been covering the, we've also been covering uh, the show Yellowstone on our Patreon. Um, Cause apparently it's like the biggest show on uh, that, that 
like 10 million boomers watch every week, but like <laughs> no one in the media is covering I've never it. Never heard heard of that before. Yeah, it's like it's this huge show with it's like like Kevin Costner is basically this like this like and it just uh, crushes like, runs, like the, the biggest ranch in the country. Yeah, it just crushes it. But no <laughs> one wow. no doesn't one show like the first it. episode. So we're 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 yeah, we're trying the first episode to, open with him to uh, grift the 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 right wing boomer audience into signing up for our Patreon as as we're That's the only. Good. That's unofficial good. uh yellow yeah, star no, right like the first episode opens with him like shooting a horse in the head or something it opens with him shooting a horse in the well, head i you're gonna have to ask Ruth. i haven't seen it but i've heard other people talk about this show um our new nope. intro is gonna be just the sound clip of that yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i would also oh, sorry i, mean, I think i think my plug uh, the griff shot hold on what's up I think the headphones might come unplugged. I don't think he heard us. Oh, okay. It happened no to me earlier. Oh, yeah, we'll sorry. sit tight yeah, for just I think, a second. I think my headphones fucked up. All right. You can't hear this, but no worries. Um, <laughs> all right. I'll, uh, uh, yeah, sorry. I'll... I think I think my headphones died. Um, all right. Oh, sick. Yeah, li- literally, right, right, right or... at the, literally right at the end of my uh, uh, Yellowstone spiel is when they awesome. cut out. So, uh, okay, well, you yeah. you will know the answer to my question. Um, doesn't the first episode of Yellowstone open with like Kevin, Kevin Costner shooting a horse in the head? Yes, or did it I does. Just invent that. Okay, no, it it's <laughs> and, <wanted> to make <laughs> sure. and should that be the new intro for our podcast? Being the audio for that, <laughs> yes, no, it absolutely should be. I think I think he's like he's like speak like uh, you know trying to soothe the horse you know and then just <laughs> shoots it in the head oh, god that rules um, but um, oh yeah i like that's you 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 can't forget that like it just you never forget your first time yeah <laughs> um, it, it sets the tone um perfectly yeah i listened to the first episode the one that you guys put out on the free feed and yeah oh boy i'm so strongly considering following i just need to know the directions <laughs> this show goes if that was the pilot <laughs> Um, we are like un- unironically enjoying it. Like it is. <laughs> it is we're a, gonna do we're, that with Gossip Girl, right? That's gonna be yes, our Patreon exclusive. Be our Patreon. <laughs> for the Patreon, we'll never make. Yeah. Um. I would also. I would just like to second your uh, your plug for the Griff Shop. I bought the uh, the Hunter Biden shirt that you put out during oh, the 2020 yeah. election, uh, and <laughs> went to New York and wore it on the subway. And just as I walked around New York and three different cops stopped me to tell me how much they loved my shirt oh, that's uh, awesome. throughout the day, which was just <laughs> incredible. I'm not sure if you're attracting around. the right audience, but yeah. I think you are. Yeah. It's a great shirt. <laughs> um, New York city cops. They love the grift shop. Yeah. <laughs> endorsed <laughs> by the, the NYPD. <laughs> I'm after, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, uh, find the Doug zone on Twitter and Instagram at Doug zone cast. Join our discord. Um, the Discord is deeply cursed. We might have accidentally started a podcast network. I'm still confused on that whole yeah, situation. Yeah, last night I made a Twitter page for a fake podcast network that we are in. Um, yet, yet another <laughs> bit that really only I am in on. Uh, but follow the Cretan Podcast Network uh, at Cretan Podnet on Twitter. Um, uh, joke that you won't understand and a name that no one will understand. It's yeah, perfect. Exactly. It's truly keeping to the Doug Zone theme. Uh, Give us, you know, good reviews on uh, Spotify, uh, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, And with that, I think all that remains is to say, hail Doug. Bazinga.